Ah, um, something scary. When there's something strange. 2020. <laughs> in the neighborhood. No, we did that. No, we haven't done that. We that, get caught. When have we done that? I don't know. Why haven't we done Ghostbusters? I don't know. Well, we've... Let's piss people off and just sort the new one. I mean, it is objectively <laughs> the better one. Come it's at so me, good. <laughs> like, remove your nostalgia goggles. The original films aren't that good, and they're so fucking sexist. Yeah. But not the new new one, though. Which, did that come new? out? I don't know. Did that come out? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> What's a, Who's been to a movie theater? The last film I saw in cinema was Sonic the Hedgehog. Fuck, I hate that the last movie I saw in theaters was Sonic the Hedgehog. Come on, step it up. <laughs> well, the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to... Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do. I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted. He said so. Everyone. But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure. You're not a wizard, you're a werewolf. Hello, and welcome to Sorted. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm the narrator. I'm JD. And this is... Not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. Harry Potter is inherently flawed and sorting even more so, but it's still fun to view characters in this way. And today I think we're doing a first. A first in because of, like, the medium? Yeah. Yeah. The everything is branching out. The everything will someday encompass literally everything. So, I've been thinking recently, because, like, I feel like, like, you shouldn't be pigeonholed into your interests. You shouldn't identify yourself by, like, the thing you spend most of your time doing. Like, say I watched, like... A lot of Pokemon YouTubers or a lot of Magic the Gathering players and things. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like I need a hobby or I need a film or I need a show or something. And, like, so many things. It's just, like, I mean, I've got films that I enjoy a lot, but nothing I'd put right there at the top. But then I realized, like, tabletop games, I definitely have favorites. And, like, tabletop games are my main jam. I am a tabletop gamer before, like, I enjoy films, before other things. It's like... Yeah. And today we are sorting my actual literal favourite game. Your favourite game. Tabletop or video. Yeah. Or otherwise. Uh, uh, playground. It is your... F- Let's sort hopscotch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so square one is a Ravenclaw. <laughs> so today we're sorting One Night Ultimate Werewolf. This is a very good game. It's phenomenal. For those of you who are living in 2020, it's a little bit like Among Us. <laughs> Let's sort Among Us. Red is Griffin. Shut up! We're <laughs> sorting one night. It's my favourite game. I know. I'm so, so excited, though. It's a social deduction kind of game. Werewolf or Mafia is like a very classic, popular parlour game. One Night Ultimate Werewolf is an attempt to simplify and shorten that game, because those games can often last hours and eliminate players... And also have one player not playing from the start, which this game does away with entirely. Among Us also falls into that same category of social deduction game. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoyed Among Us, you may enjoy playing One Night Ultimate Werewolf with your friends and family around a table. In this climate? Shut up. In this game, you, everyone's dealt out a card and is randomly given a role and then an app on your phone. I mean, to be fair, the games also give you a list of the rules so that one person could just sit out and read them out. But I don't know that anyone's ever done that. You just use the app. Yeah. On a phone the or a tablet. The app has a wonderful narration. Yeah, and it keeps things a lot simpler. And there's, like, music options. And, like, and... so every, all the players close their eyes during the nighttime roll, and everyone gets a secret action to perform. And then there's a daytime roll where you find, like, where you have to try and learn things about each other and find a werewolf or 
otherwise and vote them off and kill them yeah. because you're in a village and there's a werewolf and you don't like that. Uh, it's a game full of lying and deceit yep. and moving cards around and not being 100% sure what your role has become yep. overnight. Yeah. And so we're just going to go through the roles yep. and we're going to sort them. Yeah. If you're still a little bit confused, I would probably recommend going watch like a gameplay video first, which Viva I did before playing this game anyway. This is the kind of thing where you don't need to be super familiar with the source material for yourself. But even after listening to this, if you've still never played the game, you still could and enjoy it just as much. Because there's not going to be any plot spoilers. There is no plot. There's no plot. So. Yay. Tabletop games for the win. No plot, just mechanics. <laughs> I'm guessing, I haven't seen your list, but I'm guessing the first one is werewolves. Nope. Because the, like the, the. Oh, you're I, doing I them in turn order. Yes. Yes. Up yes. first we have Doppelganger. Open your eyes. Look at another player's card. You are now that role. Um. So the doppelganger at the start of the at the start of the round literally gets to take another player's card, look at it, and become a copy of that role. Uh. With many of the actions, they'll do the, do that role immediately. But with some of them, they won't. And we can get into that as we go through. But we can't really sort the doppelganger because they just copy someone else. So we'll have to come back to the doppelganger later because luckily they copied the insomniac. <laughs> so we'll come back to the doppelganger at the end of the round. Okay. <laughs> Who's the insomniac? I woke up the insomniac. I don't know anything. We haven't woken up yet. We're still in the night. Sorry. All right. Doppelganger, close your eyes. Werewolf, open your eyes. Look around for other werewolves. If there is only one werewolf, you may look at a card from the center. So the werewolves are the bad guys. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I mean, it's one night ultimate werewolf. Yeah. Well, the were werewolves are not actually so much bad guys as one of two teams. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of the bad guys. Like, yeah, they're the bad guys. Yeah, they're the bad guys. <laughs> they so, want to eat you. Yeah. They want to turn you into a werewolf. Something along those lines. Yeah. So in the original game, you've just got default vanilla werewolves. There's up to two, there's up to two of them. You would put both of them in the game because um, you have... Like, there's more than roles than just needed for, to play. Yes. And there are also three more roles than there are players, so it kind of keeps it a little bit secret as to what's fully in the game. Yeah, so it, it happens sometimes where there are no players that are werewolves. Yeah, and then the everyone just... are in the middle. And then everyone just lives their happy lives. Yeah. Because no one's trying to eat them. Yeah. But the werewolves, when they're there, want to eat someone. They win as long as they don't die themselves. Yeah. As long as any other player, bar one exception, gets killed, the werewolves will win. But werewolves just have to not die. Yeah. Even if a werewolf teammate dies, the werewolves, like, all the werewolves still lose, because they're in mourning for their werewolf brethren, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, if a werewolf's on their own to, like, make up for that disadvantage, they get to gain some bonus information from middle. Yeah, But yeah. because you're on your own at that point, sometimes that's just, you see that the werewolf isn't in the game. <laughs> and that's a shame. <laughs> and then you just get to lie. I was the seer and I looked in the middle and I saw two werewolves. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Pro tip. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you, uh, say, you gotta say that quick because if there's a real seer, well, no, because then you fuck you up. Or, or, you've got to or you wait. You the, <laughs> you've got to, here's the thing: whatever you know in this game, you've still got to be careful not to just come right out with it because someone else can say, "Well, after you did that, I fucked you in the ass," mm. which is um. Not a card that often sees play, but, <laughs> you know, we don't usually include that one. What fucks you in the ass? Uh, the assassin? <laughs> <laughs> the dream wolf. Oh. He's dreamy. <laughs> Actually, the know. dream wolf probably would fuck <laughs> House on take. No, the I dream just, wolf is into anal. I just mean, like, because you wouldn't know it's there. Oh, uh, 
Like, that would be a terrible... No, I'm not talking about literal <laughs> fucking. I mean, I'm talking about unfortunate cards that would cause your downfall. Okay. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Werewolves are Gryffindor. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Uh, They <laughs> stick together. Okay. As a pack. Sure, sure, they're, sure, sure. They're, they're real tight. Yeah. Um, they're just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. That sounds Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, it could be Slytherin, too. Like, um, I just thought the Gryffindor is more interesting. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, saying, oh, the bad guys are Slytherin is a dull thing to do. Honestly, we could probably say that every character is Slytherin. <laughs> this is a game of lying and betrayal. But more so for the werewolves is the thing. Like, yeah, the, the werewolves, werewolves are... like, other people can be like, I was this and this is my true information. But werewolves can never do that without getting caught unless they've already become the majority. Sometimes at the beginning of every round, you go through all the possible options for what the g- g- game state could possibly be. And it gains nothing but to waste time. That's a good werewolf move. <laughs> <laughs> just just wor- wait out the clock. Yeah, you play the game on a clock also. Yeah. If you don't find them quick enough. There you go. Ah, I'm just gonna point the at the person. The day is over. Person. The werewolves are still alive at night, and they eat you. Um, you're right. They probably are Slytherin because they're being sneaky and yeah. they're lying and they're yeah. Don't yeah. worry. There are more. There are more villainous roles to come. This is true. That are not so simplistic. Yeah. Let's move on, and we'll get to them. Okay. Who's next? Seer. Open your eyes. Wait, the werewolf's eyes are still open. Oh, sh- well, tell them to close their eyes then. Was Werewolves, you close that. your eyes. Seer, <laughs> open your eyes. You may look at one other player's card, or up to two cards from the center. Big brain move, look at one card in the center. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, Minimum <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> Minimum information. You say that, but so here's the thing though. Most roles' abilities are, in the rules of the game, optional. Including the seer. You can choose not to just do it. We've never done that. And I, when I tell new, teach new players the rules, I just say, no, you've got to do the thing. Because not doing the thing, one, is just boring and just simplifies the game too much. And Yeah, no, it, like, not doing the thing is not playing the game. Like, it's boring. Yeah. You're here to play the game. Play the game. Do yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's valid. Um, I was joking. Um, so oh, I no, I know. At, look at as many cards as you can. It's legally. not so much of a thing with the seer. Like... With the seer not doing it is big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> but, so yeah, the seer, you know, they're like, uh, what you call it? I mean, a seer, but uh, fortune, fortune teller, teller type thing. Yeah. Like, they've got a crystal ball in their card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can, like, read minds and see the future stuff. So they can find out what people's roles are or what nobody is to an extent. Yeah, they can't see everything, but they can yeah. see a little bit. Sometimes things could have changed already and sometimes things will definitely change afterwards. Yeah. But they can gain some knowledge from that. Ravenclaw. Yeah, definitely Ravenclaw. The seer is here to acquire knowledge. Yeah. When you play seer, do you prefer looking at two cards from the middle or one from... I like looking at a player's card. Yeah? Yeah. Personally, I generally prefer going for two from the middle. Because, like, I feel like I just gain more information if I see two cards. There's mm-hmm. only one card in the middle that I don't know, so I know all the cards that would be in the play. I mean, okay, yeah, that that makes sense the way that you've described it, but to me, looking at one player's card and knowing, okay, that card yeah. is definitely in play. Yes, and I've definitely that done that. That action is being done. That I feel like that gives me information that... Unless it's not, because of some... <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 but, like, generally speaking... Sure. That tends to be how I look at it. 
Either way, what could possibly like be wrong to, with gaining knowledge and information? I like to know if things are being moved around more so than what's. Yeah, that's what everyone wants to know, right? Like, yeah. Speaking of moving things cover around, my own ass. so you don't get fucked anally. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of moving things around, uh, see or close your eyes. Robber, open your eyes. You may exchange your card with up to one other player's card, and then view your new card. I'm not wording these exactly like the game does. But I'm getting the gist of it. You're pretty close. Yeah. Good enough. So yeah, the robber steals someone else's role and replaces it, and they get to find out what their new thing is. But they don't know what card they just gave away, which might not necessarily be their original robber card. Because that sneaky doppelganger we talked about. Yeah. So with, in fact, with both the seer and the robber, and like both the seer and the robber, if the doppelganger looks at their card, they'll have done that already. They Mm -hmm. do that before even the werewolves go. So the robber could potentially rob their own card back. Yeah, and then you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. So shenanigans has occurred. Shenanigans. Um. So the robber is stealing something for themselves. Yeah. But gaining, it's interesting. Gaining a benefit because, of knowing what their card is. But they're still considered like on the village team. They're robbing from another villager potentially. It's because they're human. Yeah. It's 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 not so much werewolves versus villagers as werewolves versus humans. You don't want to kill me. I stole your co- clock last night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have an alibi. I was being arrested. <laughs> I mean, he stole my clock. He can't be a werewolf. Everyone knows werewolves can't steal clocks. Anyway, Robert uh, takes someone else's card for their own benefit. They know what they are now. Gives away a card to this poor, unfortunate person. They don't give a shit what that person has now. Yeah. Robert is a Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Uh-huh. But consider Ravenclaw. Because the robber, they're not just stealing blindly. They want to know what they're stealing. They don't know what they have stolen. They get to look at what they have stolen, yeah. but they don't get to look around sure. and decide which one is the best one to steal. No, but it's not like they're deciding, like, oh, I don't care what I've stolen, as long as I've stolen something. It's like, they'll steal it, but then, like, okay, what have I got? I need to understand this and think about it so I know what yeah, to do Yeah, but not until that. after the fact. Yeah. Are they Gryffindor? Rushing in and just taking stuff without thinking about, like... Without thinking about like, consequences? Shoot, shoot first, ask questions later. Maybe. I can see that. I think I think I'm thinking Gryffindor. Okay. Yeah. And then they learn about it later. Strong Slytherin leanings, but I'll Oh well. Sure. What we're finding out so far is that there's not many Hufflepuffs hanging around here. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh Robert, close your eyes. Which open your eyes. You may look at one of the center cards. If you do, you must exchange that card with any player's card. This is a good one. The witch. So the witch <laughs> is the only role we've got here in the first round that's from the first expansion to the game, One Night Ultimate Werewolf Daybreak. Because it's so quintessential. It feels like it should have been in the original game. It's very good. In the original game, if you're not using the doppelganger, which you don't want to do with new players anyway, because it's so complicated, and even then you might not want to just do it because it is so complicated. If you're not doing that, like, the next role on the list is the most powerful because no one can ever make it bad. Yeah. Several things in the like in the expansion make it a lot harder for that one role. And just for everyone, it makes it a lot more balanced. And the witch is one of them. So yeah, the witch gets to look at one of those mysterious cards that doesn't belong to a player and give it to someone. That can include themselves. Yeah. One of my favorite plays to do is to look at one of those cards, find it's a werewolf, give it to myself, and then say later on, I saw there was a werewolf and I gave it to Jim. I have done that. Oh, yeah. I've done that so much. It's great. Um, I feel like 80% of the time when I'm the witch, I give the card to myself regardless of what it is. It's either like, 
okay, cool, I'm a werewolf now and I have a good bluff for it. Or, cool, I have given myself this card and I know that I'm a villager. It depends what else is going on in the game. So like, there's another another role in the game that adds a fourth card to the center that mm. is always a werewolf at the start of the game. And it can be sure, really powerful sure, sure, to get sure. to look at that card. Yeah. It gives you a lot more information. Yeah. But, you know, every so often I do like to just yeah. fuck with people. Yeah. So a little chaos. The witch, yeah, the witch. I, <laughs> I just, I just adore the witch. Which is great. Yeah. What house is the witch? This one, I would say Ravenclaw. Definitely more Ravenclaw than the rubber was, because yeah, yeah, the witch definitely wants to know what's going on first before giving that out, and then sort of like be in control. Yeah. Of the situation. Yeah, there's a much more controlled use of that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Again, strong Slytherin leanings, because like they're trying to do it for their own best interests. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And will easily backstab anyone to get what they want. Yeah, but. But the, the difference from the robber in regards to Ravenclaw is that before making the decision yeah, of where to put, put it, you know you, you know what the knowledge yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what the card is. Yeah. Um let's say Ravenclaw. Yeah. Cool. Which calls your eyes? Troublemaker. Open your eyes. You may exchange two other players' cards. But don't look at either of them. No. The troublemaker is just a little shit. <laughs> That's one that people get wrong a lot, is that they think they can look at the cards as they're swapping yeah. them. Or they can swap cards with the middle. No, you take two cards belonging to players, not your own, not from the middle, and you swap them without looking. Yeah. Yeah. You get very little information. Oh, yeah, you don't get to and learn yet, that. The information that you have is yeah. extremely powerful. Yeah, you can, can kind of control how the day ends up playing out, depending what else is in the game. On whether or not you lie when you say which cards you've switched. Yeah, or, or... which players you switched cl- yeah. like cards of. Yeah. Or... Yeah. And like, so, there's, say, there's a lot of power there. With the original game, when you didn't have the witch, and you did, if you weren't using the doppelganger to potentially copy the troublemaker, the troublemaker was the only card that could take a card from a werewolf and give it to any other random player. But they couldn't give it to themselves. So they, they would always know they were good. And yeah. so they could be like, well, you guys tell me what's going on because I'm the troublemaker and I can just be laid back. <laughs> and the I... only counter that anyone could have is, no, me. <laughs> I do remember, like, a long time ago when we, like, the, the first... first started the yeah, game. first started playing this game. It was a lot simpler and I remember it being very much like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot of what's come out in future expansions can definitely overcomplicate things. Yeah. But the original game was too simplistic, I think. Yeah. I think I think Daybreak... Daybreak hit the nail on the head. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Vampire's great too, but it's... You just don't like Alien. I d- Alien's fine. Yeah. I... I don't I, like the random aspect. Well, see, I like it in theory. You, yeah. But, like, you've definitely got to be playing with experienced players. Yes. And a larger group than we usually have. We'll talk about that in the future. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Vampire has some good stuff. Vampire has some of my favorite roles in the whole series. It's like, I think most of the time we spent playing this game with my friend group was after Daybreak came out, before Vampire. And... We played it enough at that point that we were custom making our own roles. <laughs> all of, I think we made three, all of which then later showed up in One Night Ultimate Vampire. Nice. The third expansion in the series. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Which we'll get to in the future. <laughs> we're only sorting the first two games today because I made the list with all four games and it was the longest list we ever had. It was too had. long. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Troublemaker. Troublemaker. Little shit. Little shit. Slytherin? I just, just Slytherin, right? Yeah, well, okay, because th- this is why I mentioned, like, they're very powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, they're stirring up trouble. Yeah. They're... 
They're controlling knowledge. Yeah, but they're they're they, they're in control yeah, of. They this. don't care to know anything themselves. Yeah. As, but they want to know. They're in, they're in control of the chaos. Yes. No, yeah. That feels very. They similar. want to know what they don't need to know the actual knowledge, but they need to know who's got the knowledge and how to get that knowledge from them. Yeah, it's it's more a role about manipulating people. Yeah, I think is what. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely Silver. Yeah, and finally. Wait, troublemaker, close your eyes. Sorry. <laughs> and finally, Insomniac, open your eyes, look at your own card. That's it. That's all you get to do. I fucking love the Insomniac. <laughs> the Insomniac, again, in the base game at least, always goes last. Apart from, like, and mostly still goes last even with all the expansions. Um, definitely they go after all the switching roles. Yeah. Like, no one can mess with their card after they've gone. Yeah. When you wake up to, like, have the discussion phase of this game, nobody gets to look at their card and find out what's going on. Like, that's the whole point. Like, you've got this knowledge Yeah, you don't know what on. your card is. Unless Except you're the Insomniac. The Insomniac's insomnia one and only power is to literally look at their card and find out what their role is. More often than not, like, it'll still be the same. <laughs> giving rise to the classic phrase... I was the Insomniac! I woke up the Insomniac! That's Alex's favourite play. It means he doesn't have to think or do anything. Until okay, I to be fair, to be fair... Uh, that was mostly, like, when I first started yeah. playing this game, before I was too, like... Yeah. It, as... Until I come along and say, hold on, but I'm the troublemaker and I swapped your card. Oh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> I, think, well, I don't know what to tell you, I was a Samniac. Um, <laughs> like, like, early in playing this game, it was my absolute favorite card, because, like, I, it gave me the only information I felt like I cared about. Full like up front. One, and it was easy. <laughs> one year for my birthday. Yeah, I was gonna say. We had a costume party where we all dressed as a different character from this game. And Alex went as the insomniac. Yeah. You had a night night dress on, and you had my teddy bear. I had a teddy bear. I put I like smudged mascara under my eyes so I looked really, really tired. Yeah. And I remember your mom like commented on a picture on Facebook, like, gosh, Alex looks tired here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm wearing makeup to make me look tired. I swear I don't always look like that. Fucking hell, mother, rude much. <laughs> I mean, I do kind of always look tired. Yeah, you don't just say, gosh, you look tired. I think you're dying of plague. <laughs> but it's like, no, I'm literally wearing a costume in which my one trait is that I'm tired. <laughs> So, it was great. It was a good time. Insomnia. It was very comfy. Don't get enough sleep. Yeah. Needs a fucking break. Yeah. Doesn't do anything. No. The Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. <laughs> Insomniac is a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. The Insomniac... Just hu minding their own business, doing their own thing. The Insomniac has worked hard all dang day. Yeah. And... Can't fucking sleep. They're honest. Unless they're not. But they're honest. They're honest if they're the insomniac, if they're still them. That's true. If they're not the insomniac, then they won't be honest. Because they're not the insomniac. Yeah. The insomniac has no reason to lie if they're the insomniac. Yeah. Unless they're like, hang on, there's three players. Are you both werewolves? <laughs> I was the insomniac and then I woke up as a werewolf. Well, how did that happen? Crazy, right? Three players? You couldn't do that if there were three <laughs> players. Hold on, I'm the insomniac. Oh, fuck, you're both werewolves. Yeah, I woke up a werewolf. One of you guys switched cards, right? As werewolves? Okay, so the Insomniac's a Hufflepuff, and that's nice and straightforward. Yes. Insomniac, you can may now close your eyes. Get some rest. Sleep tight. I love you. 
<laughs> Immediately after that happened, it's when everyone open your eyes. I know. Except for Doppelganger. If you viewed the Insomnia card, wake up and look at your card. So the Doppelganger. Oh yeah, the Doppelganger. We didn't. We said so we come back to it because the Doppelganger in this game copied the Insomniac. Okay. So all the other roles we said so far, if the doppelganger copied, they'd have done immediately at the beginning of the game. If they're a werewolf, though, they would have woken up with the other werewolves and they'll actually mm. be like, whoa, there's three of us. Nice. Yeah, that's a strong werewolf team. Yeah. Or, you know, there's two of us. It's like, well, I guess the... Like, and then the other werewolf's like, so you're the other werewolf. And then the, the, insomni- the doppelganger werewolf's like, I guess the other werewolf's in the middle, but that werewolf doesn't know that. Well, I can work with this. It's fine. Um, It'll work out. But because it's like a five-minute game, because it's easy. the Insomniac's whole thing is they get to see what happens after all the switching. They can't do that before all the switching. So the doppelganger has to wake up afterwards. Many of the roles in the expansions, especially like Vampire and Alien, also require very specific timing, <laughs> which means that like having a doppelganger in with all those roles can be like. After almost every role, you've got the doppelganger going, and it's just like, man, this it is... It gets tedious. Yeah, it gets long-winded <laughs> and annoying, which is a shame, because the doppelganger is really fun to have in a game. Absolutely. Which is like, why I kind of like, like, this ba- this setup we've got right here, I kind of just really enjoy, because you can play the doppelganger and have that throw a real chaotic element into the mix. Absolutely. Without it being the most annoying thing in the world. So the doppelganger, they want to be, they want to fit in. Yeah. They want to join up with someone else and hang out. They just want to... Yeah. And to that end... Or... Oh, unless... <laughs> okay, you say they just want to fit in. Are they doing that or are they, like, infiltrating the villager? Well, if they... The village. If they, say, if they become another villager, then they want to help the villagers. Okay. okay. And, like, they're... Because, they're, like, fr- they're not human. No. So what is well, by the way, the doppelganger is what I went as for that one costume party... <laughs> And, like, it, if you look up the Doppelganger's card art online, they are half blue. Yeah. So I just bought some blue face paint and painted half of my body. And mm-hmm. I was barefoot. Like, I had my arm blue as well and my leg. Yeah. And uh, you dyed half of your hair red, didn't yeah, you? And I your dyed beard. Half, yeah, I, I, no, I cut half, half of my beard. you shaved half of your beard. I shaved half of my beard. And the beard that I kept, I did put some red hairspray on as well <laughs> as bring, red on half my hair. And I bought a contact lens one contact lens to make it look like I had a cat eye in one eye. Did you wear that though? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, oh yeah. I didn't remember that. You can see it in the pictures. Okay. That is like, I've done costume parties a few times. That is far and away the best costume I've ever done. <laughs> it was very good. I love that. The half beard was very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that oh. was fun because I helped put a lot of that makeup yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's kind of annoying because like we had a friend who ha- still had a better costume than me somehow who went as the narrator who <gasps> went as the app. As the narrator, they just they Sam. they custom ordered a T-shirt. <laughs> Hi Sam, with a screenshot of the app on it. So uh-huh. they were the app, i.e., they were the narrator. It was so good. It was brilliant. Sam, you're incredible. <laughs> it's like killing it. I got a custom <laughs> contact lens. I've sprayed half my hair. You show up with a T-shirt. <laughs> All you got was a lousy T-shirt. We love you, Sam. That was incredible. I narrated One Night Ultimate Werewolf, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> However, the doppelganger, to I their end of... I a werewolf plushie. <laughs> okay, well, I just... Well, maybe it was not the doppelganger. 
Sorry, go ahead. You no, were go, talking... no, go, it's fine. Go off. Go on. You were talking about werewolf yeah. merch. But yeah. One of the Kickstarters. Yeah. You... So for every game from the second expansion onwards, I backed the Kickstarter until the most recent one. Before that, they did one week Ultimate Werewolf, which is supposed to be like a middle ground between one night and regular full werewolf or mafia. Yeah. And it has a full board and you build out rooms and it's you move really around. Fun. It's a very different kind of game. It is a very different game. I but do still really enjoy it. It is very fun. The Kickstarter for that one included the custom like play mats, like, circular yeah, and printed, and also cool. included a plushie. Yeah, and I got the plushie. <laughs> it's so soft. <laughs> Uh, so the doppelganger. I don't know. I, I've been stalling. I don't know what house to put the doppelganger in. You've been stalling and not letting me do what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to talk through it. Like, so here's the thing. The doppelganger wants to blend in and fit in with everyone and will like join in with whatever they're doing to be part of that. The werewolves were Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Seer was a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. The robber was a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. The witch was another Ravenclaw. The troublemaker was another Slytherin. The Insomniac was a Hufflepuff. Uh-huh. So that's two Slytherins, two Ravenclaws, a Gryffindor, and a Hufflepuff. Okay. So the, the doppelganger should be like an average of all of those. Okay. Or... I'm starting a new house and it's called Doppelganger. Or... <laughs> <laughs> starting a new house and it's just all of the houses. Yeah. Start a new, a new house, house and, and it's, it's called, called Hogwarts. Hogwarts. <laughs> no. They Slytherin. Okay. They're sneaky and they just fit in. They'll, t- they'll change their spots. Sure, 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 sure. They'll change their spots to blend in with everyone. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was fact. trying to get at originally with the, like, they're, like, infiltrating. Sure. It's, it's that they're, yeah, 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 they'll... Oh, they do it in a friendly way is the thing. Yeah, they'll put on a face to yeah. get through. I mean, they'll genuinely scenario. become part of your group, but, like, yeah. they'll do whatever it takes to win as well. Fair enough, fair enough. Slytherin's good. Yeah. Uh, Doppelganger? You can close your eyes. Everyone, wake up. It's, it's time. time for the lightning bolt round. Lightning sound effects. That's not right. Gravity Falls. We did that last year for Halloween. <laughs> I started doing the werewolf thing. For one of the Kickstarters, they put together a full-on song up for this game, and I fuck it's my jam. Do you know what you'll do? I thought my options through. I've never lied to you. What you say can't be true. Didn't mean to misconstrue. I'm going to vote for you. Everyone, close your eyes. And mm. dance. <laughs> that's like at the chorus break. It's so good. <laughs> oh, it's cheesy and corny, and I love uh, it. I love the like different music tracks. Yeah, like there's like one. The app for this game, by the way, is a free app. You can go and download it and just check it out. It is like one of the most polished pieces of it's very software. Nice. It's yeah. it's really good and really effective what it does, and like you can customize the times and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is the lightning ball. <laughs> ball round we're gonna sort all of the music yeah <laughs> so those are the most popular and fun characters to play as but there's a whole bunch more well i say no oh, there's still very there's still some very good ones on this list yeah but they're like those ones are like more likely included in the given game yeah these ones those are like, like the standard base yeah. roles the rest of these you kind of like customize and switch around depending yeah depending on your mood so who's up first villager don't open your eyes you don't get to do jack shit. 
Uh, the villager is just there. Yeah, the, the, the base game comes with three villager cards. You can have three people who literally don't get to do anything. I've never played with them. The villagers are boring and vanilla. Hufflepuff. And they're so Hufflepuff. <laughs> uh, next up is the minion. Minion, open your eyes. Werewolf, stick out your thumbs. Minions <laughs> on the werewolf team, but they're not a werewolf themselves. They get to know who the werewolves are, or at least who the werewolves start as at the beginning of the game, and they have to try and help protect the werewolves. They are happy to die themselves to protect the werewolf. Yeah. They are if, a very if, loyal minion. If they die, the werewolves still win. Yeah. Including, and then the minion wins because the werewolves have won. Yeah. What do you call the most loyal of loyal toadies? Is that a Slytherin? Is that a Hufflepuff? Is that a Gryffindor? Peter Pettigrew. Kind of Peter Pettigrew. Kind of Peter Pettigrew. But kind of Crab and Goyle? But would Crab and Goyle... No, Crab and Goyle probably wouldn't... Crab and Goyle wouldn't die for you. Yeah, but would Pettigrew? I guess he did. Fair. I guess the minions are Gryffindor? Well, is Peter Pettigrew a Gryffindor? Well, no. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, But I do like Gryffindor. Fine, let's just throw him in Gryffindor. I'm into Gry it. Gryffindor, deal with this. Yeah, you have this now. Minion, close your eyes or whatever. Masons, open your eyes and look around for the other Mason. So Masons, again, there are two of them in the base game, and they work a little bit like the Wells, and they just get to see who their teammate is. But that's it. They're still on the village side. They don't get to do the thing with, like, looking at a card in the middle. Yeah. And... They just know, hey, one other person. Yeah. I know you're good. I know you're good. Hey! I saw Mason do medbay. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Mason was with me. He had several opportunities to kill me, but he didn't, yeah. so I trust him. <laughs> I saw Mason fix lights. <laughs> Mason was doing asteroids. Masons are good buddies. They're also Hufflepuffs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're just pals. Yeah. Up next is the drunk. Uh, <laughs> I love the drunk. Of course you do. <laughs> the drunk is another one of my favorite cards to be. Because you also don't have to make up a story or like yeah, prove anything. Like, I was drunk. <laughs> um, the drunk takes their card, puts it in the middle, swaps it for a card in the middle, and doesn't look at either of them. Nope, they don't get to know what their card is. It's completely random at that they point. They could have drunk away a werewolf. They could have drunk themselves into a werewolf. There's no way to know. Man, I got wasted last night. What did I do? Oh! <laughs> well, I guess I'm a werewolf. Why did I picture just Shorty from uh, Tangled? <laughs> Is that a deep cut, knowing that character's name? No, it just took me a minute to picture him. But, like, well, yeah, because he always sounds like he's drunk. Because he is always drunk. Which is a little weird for a Disney film. Right? Oh, well. Eh, Disney's done some weird shit. Yeah. The drunk feels like it's kind of a lame role. We don't usually play with the drunk. The witch feels like what the drunk was supposed to be. Yeah. Like, swapping with the middle. Yeah. Getting some middle card action in there. But the drunk is just sat here to have a good time. Not for a long time. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. <laughs> Hunter. The hunter also doesn't open their eyes. <laughs> the hunter has a target? No, no, that's the assassin you're thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. The, the hunter is another one we don't really play with. They don't wake up at night. If they get killed in the vote, whoever, whoever they're, they're voting for at. also dies. Okay. So, so it's a more, like, it ups the complexity from a villager while still not having to, like, add a load, a load of information. It can, like, do more things, more interesting things with the game. Yeah gives that person a lot of power. Yeah. So that's the thing. If that person is, like, confident that so-and-so is a werewolf, like, the werewolves really don't want to pin it on the hunter, essentially, because the hunter will be just like, well, it's not me. It must be you instead. And then, like, yeah. oops. Uh, hunter feels like a Gryffindor. Yeah. They go out and do a shoot. Yeah. Hunter, you can... You never open your eyes. Never mind. Up next is... 
The Sentinel. The Sentinel wakes up and they go actually right before... They go before... We don't use this one much. Yeah. We don't use this one at all. No, I've used this one one like when we first got it and that's about it. The Sentinel goes before the doppelganger. They're roll number zero on like the roll order. The Sentinel takes their their protection shield, their shield of protection, and puts it on a a player's card, another player's card, and no one can mess with that card Mm. whatsoever. No one can look at it, no one can touch it for anything. So that player is kind of like giving them a bonus insomniac. Yeah. Like, it's turning someone else into an insomniac. Like, you don't... Here's the thing, though. Everyone... An insomniac, but then also they have a second thing that they're doing. Yeah, provided they're not a robber. And now it's like, oops, guess you can't rob because you can't touch your card. What if you are the insomniac and you get protected? Are you allowed to look at your card? No. You're not allowed to touch it. No one's allowed to touch it or look at <laughs> it. But you still know it's the insomniac at that I point. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Because here's the thing, though. It doesn't give... The, the Sentinel doesn't gain any more information themselves. They give someone else information. They just stop information... Or stop things from getting more chaotic. Yeah. And they... Like, they give someone else information and, like... But they give... They kind of give that same information to everyone. Everyone knows that that player's card hasn't been messed with. Yeah. Which means that the player themselves knows what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird one. I guess they're a Hufflepuff. They protect. They protect. They protect. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, man, gameplay-wise, that sucks. I don't need to care about the gameplay right now. <laughs> what house are they? Um, and they're yeah, Hufflepuff. It's, yeah, because it's not like I protect by fighting. It's, it's I protect by being incredibly passive. <laughs> <laughs> I protect by doing nothing and letting you do nothing. And Big letting shield! No one else can do anything either. Let's hide. Everyone just my massive shield. Everyone just stop. I did it. I saved you. Good job. Yeah. Good job, me. I mean, I might be dead. I don't know. I might be a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Give me that shield back. <laughs> Up next, Alpha Wolf. Open your eyes. You may take the center werewolf card and give it to another player. So the Alpha Wolf is like, they're the Alpha Werewolf. They're yeah. the leader of the werewolves. They still get to wake up with the werewolves, which I think many people forget. But they get a yeah. bonus thing. There's a fourth middle card that is guaranteed a werewolf for the Alpha Wolf to take and turn someone else to a werewolf. They bite someone and turn it into a werewolf. They expand the werewolf army. Yeah. Sometimes you get unfortunate. It's like, oh, that was the minion. Well, never mind. Depends on what kind of roles you put in the game, really. Or like, oh, there was a doppelganger and that was already a werewolf. Or... Do they get to see the card that they changed? No. Yeah. Because unless there's a doppelganger messing with it, it's just going to be yeah. that yeah, same yeah. thing. Well, the doppelganger wouldn't even. Oh no, they they would they could have potentially trouble made or something before that. Yeah, or been an alpha wolf. True. There's a lot going on. So this is the character. Fuck, what is his name? Werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> the leader um, of the not swearwolves. Yeah, the leader of the swearwolves. No, the not swearwolves. The not swearwolves in what we do in the shadows. Yeah. I. Anyway, the alpha wolf is a Gryffindor. Have we sorted what we do in the shadows? No. <laughs> the Alpha Wolf's a Gryffindor. They bite. They bite. Yeah. And they take charge. Mystic Wolf. You may look at up to one other player's card. So the Mystic Wolf is a bit like a seer on the werewolf team. Can't they, they look at one card in the middle? No. No. They can't look at a middle card. They can only look at another player's card. If they were a lone werewolf, they would have got to look at a card in the middle as well. Right. The thing is, is, as a werewolf, they've already got more power and information and knowledge yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But they can gain that bonus thing. So it's really fun, you know, you're, you're, you're the mystic wolf, you look at someone's card, you wake up and you're immediately just like, well, I was the seer. And they're just like, no, no, that's, no, that's me. That, that me. <laughs> I did that. And it's like, no, you're the mystic wolf. You looked at my card. It's like, no. <laughs> no, that's you. Um, regardless. I learned it from watching you. 
<laughs> That's the doppelganger. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, Mystic Wolf, Ravenclaw. Yes, like, Ravenclaw. The the knowledge werewolf. Which is the werewolf that has the look on his face that's like, who me? <laughs> that's just another werewolf. That was a yeah. that was a like alternate art werewolf they put into yeah. one of the games. That's the Scooby werewolf. Who? <laughs> who? <laughs> oh? <laughs> the art in this game is phenomenal. It's I very love, it. good. love it. Yeah. Um, next up. Apprenticeer. You may look at up to one card from the center. The apprentice seer is like the seer, but a baby. Yeah, baby little baby seer. Little baby seer. Yeah, if the seer is too powerful in your in the game you've got set up, switch them for an apprentice seer. Yeah. They only get to see one card from the middle and they can't look at another player's card because they're a baby and they're still learning how to see. <laughs> still a Ravenclaw, though. They're learning. Yes, yes. And they want to learn. I'm an apprentice. I'm learning to see. <laughs> I'm learning to see. <laughs> How do you learn to see? I learned it by watching you! <laughs> How did you learn to watch? I learned it by watching you! <sighs> I'm so proud of you! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Paranormal Investigator. Ooh. This is a fun one. Yeah, the PI, we do not play with this one very often. No, we should though. We should. The PI gets to look at up to two players' cards, which is incredibly powerful, but there's a catch. So you have to do it one at a time. You can't just like pick up two cards. Look at one at a time. If you see one of the bad guys, so in like the base game we've got here, the werewolf or someone we've got coming up later, mm. <laughs> um, they stop looking and they become a copy of that role. They turn the card back over. Yes. So they become another werewolf yes. or another whatever. If they don't see a werewolf. Yeah. If they don't see a werewolf on that first look, they can look at a second card. And if, again, if they see a werewolf there, they become a werewolf. And then they've also got to see someone else's card. Yeah. If they don't see a wealth either time, they've just got a lot of knowledge and information as a villager. Yeah. Which is kind of huge. Yeah. If their card gets swapped to someone else, whoever's now got the village that the PI card is a werewolf. Yeah, the, the roles attached to the cards, yeah. not the players. Yeah. Um gains werewolf energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it can be very powerful, but most of the time you see a werewolf. Yeah. So they're they're like a they're like a no gamble, no future. Role. Yeah. Like, P.I., would you say Ravenclaw? I like Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw. yeah. Ravenclaw. He's out for knowledge. You know for better or for worse. You know who's not a Ravenclaw? Who? Oh, the village idiots. The village idiots. <laughs> village idiots, open your eyes. You may rotate every other player's... Fuck, I don't even... I don't know how it's worded because it's insane. They take everyone's card aside Except from their, their own. own. and the middle. And yeah. they rotate them one space. Yeah, so you just take everyone's cards and shift them over a player. Yeah. So like, Except for yours. Yeah. Yours is the same. It's like, if you're doing it clockwise, whoever's on your left, you know, whoever's on your right would then just skip over you and go to the player on your left. Yeah. Just or, to make it a little bit more chaotic. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> then the players have got to work out, was there a village idiot? And if there was, did they go clockwise or anti-clockwise? And the village idiot is just suddenly like, <laughs> Do I need to care about the card of the player on my left, my right, or actually my own? <laughs> or what if the player on my right is a village idiot and I need to care about the role of the card two right places over? It throws in so much chaos. Yeah. It's great. I love it. That's It takes so long to do, though. <laughs> they get bonus time for it. The app gives them yeah, bonus time. Yeah, it's yeah. clever like that. And they're a Slytherin. Yeah? Chaos. Sure, sure. So much chaos. I was thinking more like... I had like an inkling at for a second. I mean, Slytherin makes sense. But... They're not Ravenclaw. No. Just... De facto, they're not, they're in, I, they're I think in I it. wanted to lean Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff's too nice. Yeah. They don't want chaos. That's fair. But it's, They it's, want a party. 
Yeah. But a sensible organised party where ever <laughs> where everyone brings their own packed lunch. <laughs> and is home by eight thirty. And if anyone has any chips, they better have enough to share. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I know I like Someone corn. spiked the water with punch. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have punch. It's after it's it's after seven o'clock. That's way too much sugar. <laughs> Hufflepuffs sound so lame. Like, Hufflepuffs aren't, like, the most frequently stealing from the kitchens. <laughs> like, midnight food parties. But it's funny. I want somebody sp- spiked the water with punch. <laughs> somebody punched the water. <laughs> hey, kids. We had a lot of fun tonight. But remember, don't punch the water. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> what? It's like one of those after-school specials. No, I understand. Okay. (laughs) Don't punch the water. Don't punch the water. I have have follow-up questions. We don't have time. It's a lightning bolt round. Okay. Up next is the revealer. Ooh, the revealer reveals cards. Yeah. Well, one card. One card. The revealer takes a player's card and turns it face up. If it's a werewolf or this other secret villain, they turn it back face down. Otherwise, it stays face up on the table. I like how you're calling it a secret villain. Shh. <laughs> Instead of like a third party. Shh. We'll get to them. I know. It's fine. I forgot how many things would actually like care about me talking would about reference them. it. We should yeah. have ended on Villager. Maybe. Oh, well. But they're so boring. Yeah, but that could have been a good gag. That's nothing. No, you're nothing. Being boring is not funny. You would know. <laughs> I do know. I'm not funny. Anyway. The reveal is really interesting. It could be really interesting if they reveal a doppelganger, because that stays face up. Yes. So say you don't know what that is. Things. Or say a witch found a doppelganger in the middle and gives it to a player. That doppelganger is just a doppelganger. It doesn't have another role. Yeah. And a vanilla doppelganger that's not taking a role counts as a villager. So they would be a villager, but they wouldn't know. Like, it could be face up in front of them, and they're like, shit, I have no idea what this card is. And the, like, whoever started as a doppelganger would be like, well, that's a werewolf, but am I a werewolf? Probably not. If your card's over there, who knows? Well, yeah, but what did that player start as? Maybe they start as a werewolf. I love this game so much. The doppelganger would have known who started as a werewolf. They were also a werewolf. Well. Because the doppelganger werewolf wakes up with the werewolf. Look. No, it's this is like my brain like automatically goes into like, like no I gotta work out the problem I gotta solve the the my the, point my point thing. more is that like there are a lot of cards that can rotate around yeah yeah so you wouldn't necessarily know yeah but um, you just like you you say a, a sentence about this game my brain's like is that factual or is that bullshit should I call that out is he lying is he a werewolf. So is the revealer a raven? Yes. Because they all they want they want to share their knowledge. They want with to everyone. share that knowledge. They also are like a flasher, but eh. they wear revealing clothing and. That's fine. What's under his coat? You can be a Ravenclaw and also a slug. Is it fur or a butt? <laughs> or both. A furry, furry butt. butt. <laughs> Revealer's a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Next is the curator. Curator, open your eyes. Curator. The curator just rode in on a curator. motorcycle. Holy shit, that's so badass. <laughs> curator, open your eyes. Give any player an artifact. What's an artifact? So the curator gets their own set of special tokens that are called artifacts, and they can give one to any player. And if you're playing by the base rules, it's obviously you're going to give it to yourself because you want the fun. 
Yeah, because you don't get to do anything else. Yeah. Like, that's the problem that... We'll get to that. You should the, be able to give out more than one. And, like, so it could be the void of nothingness, which means nothing. It could be the mask of muting, which means for the entire day you can't speak. It could be the shroud of shame, which means you have to turn your chair around and face away from the table. <laughs> or it could be the claw of the werewolf, which overwrites whatever your card is and says you're now a werewolf. The brand of the villager, which turns you into a villager. There are a bunch that turn you into different roles, and the expansions added more to go with it, which I adore. Yeah, that's very well. good. Like the curator is a lot of fun. It's really cool. Like if you've got the shroud of shame, you have to turn your chair around. But if you don't, you and can... you just want to fake it. You can still turn your chair around for yeah. fun. And then halfway through the day, just turn your chair around and be like, whoa! I've done that with the mask of muting before. Oh, yeah. Just been, like, not talking and be like, ah, and then, like, someone will accuse me and I'll just be like, actually, fuck you. I could talk this whole time. I've done You're both. wrong. I've faked having both. I've turned around and been silent. <laughs> I put, like, I enjoy playing with a house rule which says, after the... You can't have the curator just look at the token because then they guaranteed know what that is. If it's a role, they guarantee know that person's role, which is too powerful. Yeah. If you're giving it to another player. But I like doing it where after they've given someone a token, they get to look at one of the other ones and then they get a little bit of knowledge about what that player isn't. And also they get the ability to call that player out on a particular lie if they try and go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you curate and give a player a token and then look at a token and then that token is the mask of muting and then that character... Stays silent. Yeah, the the player refuses to talk. You're like, nah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, The curator is fun as hell. Are they a Ravenclaw? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) The curator of artifacts. Yeah. And knowledge. There's more Ravenclaws in this than I was expecting. Yeah? I was expecting a lot of Slytherins, honestly. Well, let's get to the Dream Wolf. Okay. The Dream Wolf... It's like an insomniac wolf. Not even slightly. (laughs) Oh, okay. They get to sleep. Yay! (laughs) So, the Dream Wolf isn't intended to be a role in and of itself. But it can be. Uh, If you play the Dream Wolf as a general role, they're on the werewolf team. They just don't wake up with the werewolves. (laughs) I believe they give a thumbs up. So the other werewolves know who the dream wolf is, but the dream mm. wolf doesn't know who they are. Sure, 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 sure. So, like, if they die, the werewolves lose. They're, they're like the inverse of a minion? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. Or, like, the other werewolves are like, that plays me? I don't know. It's more used as a card to be given out by the alpha wolf. Yeah. To differentiate from regular werewolves. Yeah. I've no- I don't think I've ever used it as its own thing. No. But, you know. You could. Dream Wolf's a sleepy sleep. A sleepy Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, the bodyguard. The bodyguard. The bodyguard is a generic villager who doesn't wake up at night, and whoever they point at cannot die. Whoever they yeah. vote for can't They're die. They're like they the opposite hunter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, that's it. They protect. They protect Hufflepuff. Sure. I was gonna say Gryffindor, but bodyguard feels kind of Gryffindor. They're 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 a bit more actively protective than, yeah. than that. So like, yeah. I think we can say Hufflepuff. Uh, Gryffindor. <laughs> I think oh. we can say Gryffindor. Yay. Uh, next we've got the prince. I straight up don't remember what the prince does. I think they can't die, but... Just... I also prince, don't. you cannot be killed. Yeah, cool. Oh. The app has this fun, nifty little feature where if you hold down, like, one of the characters, it just tells you what their role does. Neat. This app is great. It's very just good. Just FYI. I so, didn't know it did that. Yeah. Neat. So the prince just can't die. So if the prince is like voted for, whoever's got the second most votes dies instead. They sure. just want to hang out and lord it over everybody. That's nothing. Prince it over everybody. That's just a villager that can't die. Yeah, it's a le- Hufflepuff, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Cursed. Holy fuck, this one is complicated. 
I remember what this one does. It's just really obscure and weird. Cursed. If a werewolf points at you, you become a werewolf. Yeah. So, by default, a player who is a cursed counts as a villager. Okay. Unless, during the vote, a werewolf is voting for them. Oh, And then shit. they count as a werewolf. They turn, like, on the spot into a werewolf. So a cur- okay. the curse has two ways to play the game. Either they just try and play it as a villager and not get voted for whatsoever. Or, if they think they're going to get voted for, or if they just want to, they try and get one werewolf to vote for them, and then work with the other werewolves to kill someone else, and hope that the other villagers don't work in, in, together enough to kill them. It's that's really, really <laughs> bullshit, weird, That's really hard. Yeah, I... It, it's not good. And they don't get any knowledge at night or anything. No. Like, they just want to sneak around and fuck shit up. There is Okay, there. yeah, what if you think you're cursed, but your card's been moved, and you're convinced that your card hasn't been moved, and so you do all this bullshit, and, and then it doesn't even matter. It doesn't pay off. In the end. That sounds bad. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the curse is complicated, convoluted, Slytherin nonsense. Yeah, I was gonna say, we don't play with this one, and I understand why now. No. Aura Seer. The Aura Seer gets to see who the Seer and the Apprentice Seer are. <laughs> the, That's they it. get to see who saw. Yeah. They get to... They're the seesaw. <laughs> they get to seesaw. The saucy. Yeah. After the Seer and the Apprentice Seer go, the, the Aura Seer wakes up and the Seer and or Apprentice Seer would give a thumbs up. Here's the thing. You're never playing with all of these. No. Like, it's not worth having the Aura Seer in the game. You've What's got to the see max it. number of players you would have? It's intended to be played with no more than ten. Okay. Which is still a lot. That's a lot of Seers in a game. The Aura Seer feels like a wannabe Ravenclaw, but they're not really... They don't no. know anything, really. They're Hufflepuff. They're a Hufflepuff. They just get vibes. <laughs> and finally... The Tanner! Tanner is the co-host of our friend podcast, Not If I Reboot You First, who came on and sorted... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Glee with us. Yeah. What house did Tanner say they were in? I don't remember. Tanner, fuck, what house are you in? I don't know. <laughs> Look, I have a lot of things my brain needs to remember. Why don't you remember what house Tanner is in? I don't remember what house anyone's in. Wow, such a bad friend. So anyway, it's Tanner. It's almost as if your Hogwarts house doesn't mean anything. So anyway, the Tanner. House hot take. Oh, damn. <laughs> house hot take, your Hogwarts house means nothing oh damn it's not the apex of your personality no i hear what you're saying and all but the crux of our oh, the yeah, crux yeah. of our podcast is it does matter well that's the thing we're sorting fictional characters if oh. you're a real ass person <laughs> if you're an actual ass person go on sorry i made myself laugh <laughs> if you're if you're a real person like your Hogwarts house should not be the be-all, end-all of your personality. So why do we ask all of our guests what the house is? Because it's our show. <laughs> I just need to. I just need everyone to know, because I know that this is a thing that people do. They attach themselves and their like entire being to a concept, and then it turns out that the person who created that concept <laughs> is a tough. Yeah, is a terrible, shitty person, and I need everyone to know. <laughs> That, like, your personality doesn't need to be your Hogwarts house. It's okay. That is. Move on together. That is the hottest take. House hot take. How are we supposed to top that hot take? I don't know. I just just needed to be serious for a moment. So anyway, the Tanner. The Tanner! (laughs) The Tanner is that mysterious other villain that I mentioned. They're a third party. Third party! The Tanner. Tanner party! Can I? Oh. Like... 55 minutes after we started this role. 
That's cool. Cool. I'm just going to sit here and chat some more shit while we wait. And uh, let me know. <laughs> so the Tanner hates their life and wants to die. They, the Tanner only wins if they get killed off by the other players in the vote. If anyone else gets killed, don't matter. Tanner wins. If a were all the werewolves live, don't matter. They lose. The Tanner wins. Only the Tanner wins. The Tanner is so much fun. The Tanner's They don't get to fun. do anything in the night, but they've got this knowledge that... When I wake up, I better have a story that makes me look suspicious as fuck. But not like I want to look suspicious as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you th think of it as like a really like chaotic role. It's not. It's one of the most cerebral roles in it's, the game. You have to be very calculated. Yeah. Um, like there's like all, a lot of all very lucky. Yeah, there's like a lot of different like routes you can take. You can wait for someone to claim a role and then be like, "No, I was that," but then have like a slightly shittier version yeah. of the story. It's or it could just be really weirdly quiet. It's the hardest role to win with. Like it is being a villager or a werewolf is much easier. And in that one week game that we were talking about, there's like a booklet to fill in for like who wins in each role and like. The Tanner is like the highest tier. You're like <laughs> part of the Emerald Members Club if you win as a Tanner. Yeah. Um, it's so satisfying yeah. when you oh, do yeah. though. When like the game ends and everyone votes and like the you flip your card, you're just like, hell yeah, I'm dead, motherfuckers. One of the bonus roles introduced in a later game is the Apprentice Tanner, which is one of those bonus roles we made up ourselves, by the way. Yeah. It's like the Tanner gives them a thumbs up. And the flavor of that one, by the way, is that they like they hate their boss and want yeah. to kill their boss. Yeah, so that they can... Yeah, so they help get their boss the killed and they win. A, yeah. And if there is no Tanner in play, the apprentice Tanner becomes the Tanner and wants yes. to die instead. Yes. Um, which is delightful. Yeah, yeah. The Tanner is so good and so fun. It adds so much to the game. Are they Slytherin or Ravenclaw then? They're not, like, because they're cerebral. They are calculating, yeah. Mm. But, like, for a strange cause. Yeah, but I think if they were Slytherin... Instead of wanting to die themselves, they'd be trying to make things worse for everyone else. Yeah. Like, bring everyone else down to their level instead of just getting out themselves. Yeah. So I think it's got to be Ravenclaw. So yeah, Ravenclaw. And that's One Night Ultimate Werewolf Sorted. Time's up. Everyone, open your eyes. One minute remaining. <gasps> 30 seconds remaining. <gasps> Time's up. Everybody. Three, two, one. Vote. Oh, it's a tie. We both live. Yay! Except I'm a werewolf! Ha <laughs> ha! Ah, shit! I win, motherfucker! I was a minion. Oh, cool. Why are we fighting? Let's not. Let's get married instead. We did that. Yay! <laughs> this is a weird fanfic. <laughs> it's Halloween. Yeah! Let the... It's, it's Halloween month. Let yeah. the minion marry the werewolf. So for Halloween month, we're doing spooky games. And this is one of them. Yeah, we have two episodes slotted for October. For spooky tabletop games. Yes. Here's Which is the... unfortunate because we had to narrow it down to two. Yeah. We had more options yeah. than this. Yeah, we've got more spooky games lined up for the future. Yeah. Which is incredible. Um, we love spooky board games. I love spooky board games. I mean, I like knowledgeable games and games with Can we start a spin-off podcast where we just talk about spooky board games? Your eyes lit up. I mean, I <laughs> you just, got so excited. I would say just board games in general, but yeah. Yeah. Let's just talk about board games. Just talk about board games. Yeah. Welcome mm -hmm. to our new podcast where we exclusively sort board games. <laughs> Come back next time where we sort the Monopoly playing pieces. Well, someone said that we should do that. Yeah. So a little while ago, 
on the Pocket Podcast Network Discord, we asked people like, hey, uh, we need something to sort. Like, you got any suggestions? That was when we ended up doing Friends. But one of the suggestions was, you should sort the playing pieces from Monopoly. That was Mike from Green Matter Mysteries. And uh, yeah, here's what we did with that idea, Mike. Thank you. This is this is close enough, right? Monopoly, this, yeah. A board game's a board game. No matter how small. <laughs> uh, are you, do you have a sorting it out? Oh yeah, it's my turn to sort it out. I've got something because I made a list. Okay, buckle up kids. Because <laughs> this has been one of my major gripes with the series for like 10 years. Yeah? The Fidelius Charm. Ah. The Fidelius Charm is utter horseshit. Yeah. And every time it's brought up, it works differently. Yeah. So the Fidelius Charm is what we're introduced to in Prisoner of Azkaban as the reason why Voldemort couldn't find Harry and Harry's parents, the Potters, at their house. And it's the reason why Sirius supposedly mattered. Because supposedly Sirius was the secret keeper and he told Voldemort where to find the Potters and that's how it happened. But it wasn't Sirius, it was Pettigrew. Yeah. Switcheroo. And that's fine. So at that point we're told, okay, so a secret keeper is someone who's like magically made, given the secret of like people or whatever. Yeah. This information. Yeah. And no one else can... No one else can know, like no one else can like actually know it unless they've been told by the source. Like you can know it, but like the magic doesn't unlock unless the secret keeper has told you. Like the secret keeper unlocks the key for you. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And that's fine. Then it comes up again in Order of the Phoenix where... Dumbledore is now the secret keeper for 12 Grimoire Place. It's like Harry's given a slip of paper that says the like the Order of the Phoenix is located at number 12 Grimoire Place. And Harry couldn't see 12 Grimoire Place until he'd read that note. Like it didn't exist. There was a void in time and space. Which like so far tracks. For the most part. Except for the fact that Dumbledore goes into 12 Grimoire Place while he's the secret keeper for it. So you can be the secret keeper for a location and still go into that location. So James or Lily could have been their own secret keeper. Ah. What? Yeah. Like, why Why risk trusting someone else who could potentially betray you instead of just doing it yourself? There's now no reason. Now that we know that you can be a secret keeper of your own location. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Because they were stupid Gryffindors who believed in their friends. It still doesn't mean anything. Dumbledore... Wanted to be their secret keeper himself. Yeah. Dumbledore should have known better. Yeah. And yeah, it still gets worse. This whole thing's stupid. Yeah. And yet it gets worse. Okay, go on. Because then it comes up again in Deathly Hallows. When Dumbledore has died, having been the secret keeper for 12 Grimoire Place, as the Order of the Phoenix. And now supposedly, the secret secret has been passed out to everyone else who was told the secret. Everyone who knew the secret. Can become a secret keeper. Is now a keeper of the secret. And that's a problem for the good guys, because at that point they believe Snape is the secret keeper, and he would just tell everyone... He's a secret keeper. Yes, he would tell everyone about the thing. And I think the the reason that they say he doesn't do that is because there's a curse that means he... Like, any time he tries to start saying that, it would lock his mouth. Why that curse isn't applied to every given secret keeper, then I don't know. Then Hermione is apparating and accidentally brings a Death Eater with her. And supposedly, that breaks the secret and lets him become a secret keeper as well. Not just telling him the secret, but making him a secret keeper that can help other people apparate in. What? That doesn't make any more sense. No. Furthermore... Wait, is anyone who knows the secret a secret keeper? So like, no, no, because no one became a secret keeper of Grimoire Place until, until Dumbledore after died. Dumbledore died, which yeah. that doesn't add up. No, and furthermore, though, Book Seven also reveals to us 
At the very least, maybe no one else knew, maybe no one was told the secret about the Potters at Godric's Hollow. Except that Book 7 tells us that actually, Mathilda Bagshot did know because she would go around to have tea with the Potters. So she knew the secret. In order to find out the secret, she had to be told the secret by the secret keeper. So she would have known who the secret keeper is. Because because Pettigrew would have told her the secret. And probably others knew it as well. Sirius definitely knew it. Dumbledore could have easily known that, that, like, and like they Why say, Dumbledore didn't know. That's the thing. They say that like baffling. they say that like Lupin wasn't told the secret because what if he was the traitor? And like obviously Wormtail would never be the traitor, but Dumbledore clearly wouldn't be the traitor. Yeah, like, Dumbledore's not a werewolf. Like the only one. Wait, who knew... but Lupin was a werewolf. He's a werewolf. <gasps> Brought it all back. Well done. No. You're, okay. Point is, Sirius knew that it was Pettigrew. Yeah, because it wasn't him, and everyone else thought it was him. Yeah. Yeah. So he just knew that it wasn't him. It was his suggestion to swap it to Pettigrew at the last minute. Right, okay. So, why didn't Dumbledore also know? I don't know. Dumbledore could have saved Sirius' ass. Dumbledore could have done a lot. Fucking Dumbledore! But here's my point. The Fidelius charm. It needs to be sorted out. It needs to be, like, just shrunk down and just made a lot less bullshit. Yeah, can basically. we get the specific details on this? Yeah. Like, you just gotta have it change, like, change the, some of these rules so that, like, one, you can't apparate into, like, a private property. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. Like, yeah. you, you just can't do that. Have another reason why, have Grimoire Place still be given, like, made, made a secret, but have it be that, like, it has to be about a person who is inside that place. And it can't, the, the secret can't be held by that person. So the Potters are the secret at Godric's Hollow, and then Sirius can be the secret at Grimoire Place. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make more sense. And so, like, he, like, that adds to the fact that, like, Dumbledore's like, you can be the secret because you're not allowed to go outside anyway, which adds to, like... Adds to the, like, uh... Builds on Sirius's uselessness or, like, develops that side plot a little bit. Yeah, yeah, With him, like, sneaking out and stuff. Yeah. Like, and then, so makes that, that like, more that intense. breaks the secret... Then when Sir- like at that point when Sirius leaves God uh, Grimmauld Place, mm. and so like they stop using it as the headquarters because it's no longer a secret, and they can't. There's no one else they can just tell to stay there and just be yeah. a secret. Ooh. And so later on, like so, like you can't operate into a private property still unless you've been invited. Essentially, like make it like vampire rules sure. for wizards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but like it's still dangerous to use it because like everyone's aware of this property again, and like everyone can like access it in that way like they could blow it up or whatever yeah but why don't wizards fucking (laughs) that's a whole other thing that's that's fine but then instead when Hermione's then apparating back there she's inviting that Death Eater in so that Death Eater has now got a free pass to come and go sure 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 and just make it like that instead like have the Secret Keeper magic be a much bigger deal yeah and have like the stuff done in Deathly Hallows be a lesser deal. And don't say that Bethilda Bagshot was going around to the Potter's house. <sighs> so that's how I'd like to sort it out this week. Yeah. Fix the Fidelius charm. And there's per- it's perfectly possible that I've missed some details there. Mm-hmm. Like, bear in mind, we're just spitballing here, essentially. Do you ever think about how much of a mess uh, Harry Potter? Deathly Hallows is? Specifically well, Deathly Hallows is a mess. I think it was rushed. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was rushed. The name's were, been jinxed. We're begging for it. Yeah, what the fuck is that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Deathly Hallows is ready to be published. <laughs> Take it back, do it again, just kidding, anyway, fuck you. It's possible that I've missed some details on the Fidelius charm there. But, like, no more so than the author of these books who had years to work on it. You have one job. Like, that, okay. 
It's your job to make these books make sense. Like, if you can't, yeah, just follow the rules established in that first book and then don't keep changing them. Yeah. Like, I know she's bad with numbers and that's Join me thing. next time when I'll talk about time turners. Probably not. <laughs> because time turners, as they're used in canon, make sense. Because there's no play. There's a play? No, there's oh. not. That's what I'm saying. Cool. Good. That would be stupid. Yeah. What if a bunch of, like, college students made a play about time traveling in Harry Potter to fix the past? Yeah, you know what? We could sort that. Yeah? Yeah. You think that would be alright? Yeah, and then we could sort it. That's the only time travel Harry Potter play there is, right? Yeah. Good news. We already sorted it. Yay! Thank you for listening to Sorted. If you agree or disagree with our sorting, you can find us on Twitter at SortedPod. You can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pchu, P-T-C-H-E-W. Thank you to Matt Majakimo of the Wampum Willows for the use of our theme song, The House of Awesome Theme Song. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find some other cool shows on the network, such as Ghoul Tank, Cold Classics, and Steampunks. Uh, and while you are there on Twitter, send us your favorite werewolf. Your favorite fictional werewolf. Didn't we do this for vampires one time? Like on Buffy? Yeah. Last year for Halloween? Yeah, we told people to send us their favorite vampires. Send us your favorite werewolf. Send us your favorite werewolves. I like... I can't remember his name. Not Swerwolf. Yeah, I still can't remember his name. Yeah, but that's what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Stu? Stu's my favorite werewolf. I forgot Stu was a werewolf. I kind of like Remus Lupin. Oh yeah, he's chill. Um. I wonder what house he'd be in. What's the, I can't remember his name from Buffy. Oz. Oz. Remember Oz? Yeah, remember Alf? He's back. <laughs> in Oz for. What? I don't know. <laughs> Send us that one werewolf that was in love with a baby. Don't. Bye. Bye. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house, it's called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Do you like the Dresden Files novels, tabletop role playing games, improv, adventure, or butt jokes? If not, I don't know if we can help you. Hi there, this is Michael, the host and game master for Green Mountain Mysteries, a Dresden Files RPG actual play podcast about four ersatz heroes fighting wizards and monsters in Burlington, Vermont. Come for the grand urban fantasy adventure full of diverse characters. Stay for the many butt jokes. Seriously, one of the players is playing a proctologist. It's just chef's kiss. You can listen to new episodes of Green Mountain Mysteries every Wednesday on the Pocket Podcast Network or wherever fine podcasts are sold.